0: Hi, this is Felix Chmeranyeka, lead pastor of Kairos Christian Center in Lelonga, Malawi. I'm happy that you've joined us for the Kairos Lelonga podcast, and I believe God is going to inspire you and break you through into your kingdom destiny as you hear the word unpack. This is your Kairos moment, God's appointed season for your kingdom breakthrough. Malachi chapter 3, verse 16 onwards. Malachi chapter 3, verse 16 onwards. 16 Hallelujah Then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another and the Lord listened and heard them So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and those who meditate on his name They shall be mine says the Lord of hosts on the day that I make them my jewels And I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked between one who serves god and one who does not serve him for behold the days the day is coming burning like an oven and all the proud yes all who do wickedly will be stubble and the day which is coming shall burn them up says the lord of hosts that will leave them neither root nor branch but to you who fear my name the son of righteousness shall arise with healings with healing on his wings and you shall go out and grow fat like stole fed calls you shall trample the wicked for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day that I do this says the Lord of hosts remember the law of Moses my servant which I commanded him in Horeb for all Israel with the statutes and judgments behold I'll send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. All men are like grass, and the glory like the flowers of the field. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God lives on forever. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this place. Bring your revelation, bring your discernment, bring your accuracy that speaks into our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Thank <laughs> you. God is on a revenge mission. God is on an operation. Ever since the Garden of Eden, ever since he created the world, and man fell, God has been on a mission of restoring all things, making all things brand new. He is on a mission of creating a new heaven and a new earth. mission of His, God has chosen that He is going to work through human beings from the very beginning. God chose human beings. That God chose a line of people who will bring, who would bring about His purposes. After the fall, we find Seth in whose days men started to call upon the name of God. From him we find Noah who found favor with God and God worked through him to preserve for himself a generation of people that will follow his heart. And then we move on to the place where we find Abraham to whom it was promised that God was going to give him descendants. He was going to give him land and through him he was going to be a blessing to all the nations now that blessing to all the nations is the messiah is the king that would be the redeemer of all humankind and we see god's history of the history of redemption still moving on and we find abraham's descendants in egypt who have multiplied, who have become a nation, the nation of Israel to whom God says you are going to be to me a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. And he promised them the land, and they went into the land. When they got into the land, God gave them kings. In fact, they wanted a king. They were not satisfied with the fact that God himself was their king, and so they sought for a king. They asked Samuel, he was a king, that we can be like the rest of the nation. God says, Samuel, give him a king. Then they had a king, a man called Saul. But This man did not seek hard after God and so God found for himself a king, a man who was after his own heart. This man was David and to David God gave the kingdom of Israel, the kingship of Israel and he made a promise to David that David If you continue in my covenant, you shall never fail to have a descendant on the throne of Israel. In actual fact, he told him that your descendant will reign forever and ever. Now, right there is where we need to stop because there is no man who can live on forever and ever. That which was promised to David was the Messiah, the anointed one. But guess what happened? Just two generations after David, Solomon messes up, and the kingdom is wrestled. It's taken away from the son of Solomon. The kingdom is divided, but God's promises, you see, God's promises will always come to pass. There was still the promise. The promise of the king of the descendant of the messiah that was going to sit on the throne of david forever and ever now just in case you start thinking that the throne of david is just a throne for israel watch out because the throne of david is the seat of the authority of god through which god will bring about his purposes in the world the children of Israel, they find out that they are not obedient to God and His law that He had given through Moses. And so God raises up the prophets, the Elijah's, the Elishas, the Isaiah's, the Jeremiah's, the Ezekiel, the Micah's, the Haggai's, and on and on. And these prophets try to get Israel to go back To its covenant faithfulness, to the covenant 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 that God had made with them. You see, Israel had walked away from God. Israel Israel had backslidden. And so, because Israel had backslidden, especially after they did not keep the Sabbath years, the years in which they were to leave their grounds to lie without any work on them. For 70 years, God said, you are going to go into exile and you are going to be slaves. They came back. God still raised prophets. Even God raised prophets even when they are in exile. Prophets like Jeremiah, prophets like Ezekiel spoke. The children of Israel spoke to the people of the covenant, Spoke to the kingdom people and they would go back to the covenant with God. These prophets started speaking of a day. The day of the Lord. When God was going to come in power. When God was going to reward his people. When God was going to avenge against those that were against him. And when God would bring a restoration in Israel. Oh friend, for you and me to understand the kingdom of God. We need to understand this very important aspect of the kingdom of God. called the day of the Lord. That's how we find ourselves in, in Malachi, Malachi chapter three. Malachi. Malachi. Is say to be the last of the prophets. In fact, after Malachi, for almost 400 years, there was no prophetic voice. The last thing Malachi speaks on is the day of the Lord. What is this day of the Lord? Friend number one, the day of the Lord is the day of rewarding. It's the day of rewarding those who fear God. You see, a lot of people misunderstand Malachi. Malachi is speaking to a people who have walked away from God, who are just doing things out of religious duty. Look, these guys are tithing. You see, all of you guys that preach from Malachi chapter 3 should bring the tithe into the storehouse and so that my house shall have food. And open the windows of heaven. Malachi is not talking to people who are not tithing. They are tithers. It's just that the quality of their tithing is not God's quality of tithing. They are not giving us much And they're giving lame animals. And so God is saying, Listen, (laughs) give (laughs) me a proper (laughs) type. Not only that, even (laughs) their priests (laughs) have become people (laughs) that have walked away from (laughs) God's commandments. So Malachi has about six (laughs) charges that that God raises against the children (laughs) of Israel. These people to whom God has been faithful, God has brought back from the exile. These people who have a half-hearted commitment to God. And so he says, "Listen. There is a day that is coming. There is a day that is coming, the day of the Lord. And this day of the Lord, as I say, number one, is going to be a day of rewarding. It is a day of rewarding those who fear God." Verse 16. Then those who fear the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. Those who fear the Lord, they spoke to one another. You see there is a remnant, there is a remnant, there is a remnant who shall do the will of God. Even though everyone seems to have gone away from God, everyone seems to have walked away from God. Even though everyone seems to be partying, seems to be taking bribes, seems to be slipping around, he still has a remnant. that fear the Lord and they speak to one another (laughs) please 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 understand that which goes on in the community of believers is something God hears something God listens to do not think God does not know that God does not understand that God does not care God cares God understands and God is listening Elijah after he had slain 450 prophets of, 400 of and he heard the voice of Jezebel saying that I am going to kill you today when I find you, you are dead that's the Nika paraphrase and then he ran away, went to hide in a cave and he thought that you'd hear the voice of God there run to another place and when he got there there was no death. thunder and the lightning and all of no voice of God But you know, when God finally spoke, with a still small voice, and asked Elijah, what's the matter? Can you imagine the all-knowing God asking you what's the matter? He should know, right? Elijah says, I have been zealous with zeal for your covenant, and I alone am left of the prophets of the Lord. I'd rather just die, I'm tired. God says, no, no, no. I have kept seven thousand men that have not bowed in and knee to bow. Please understand, you are not the only person, God has more people that are standing for righteousness. There is a remnant, there are people that fear God, and the people that fear God better get together and encourage each other. Oh, do you know what church is about? Church is about encouraging each other. It's about encouraging each other so that we can go back out into that world and stand strong as the children of God. And those who fear the Lord spoke to one another. And the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was opened before him. For those who fear the Lord. There's a community of those that fear the Lord. But then there's a recording. What they're doing are not useless things. What's happening today this morning is recorded. It's an important thing in the eyes of God. Oh, please, please, please. don't have this small mindset. Oh, we are the church. We are the instrument that God is using to show His many-sided wisdom to the demonic forces. Us. He's using us, he's using you, he's using you. It's very important stuff. A book of remembrance is open. Do you know God? (laughs) does not forget Mm. your good works oh he doesn't forget that tithe he doesn't he doesn't forget that offering he doesn't forget that money you gave for people to go and preach the word of god he doesn't forget he doesn't forget every good work you have done there's a book of remembrance where things are written down he says the book was opened For those who fear the Lord. Notice the emphasis here. We have already been told about those that fear the Lord. For those who fear the Lord. And here again he says, For those who fear the Lord. Now here's something Mrs. Yewa told me again about pronouns in standard three. Pronouns pronouns are used so that you don't repeat yourself. You don't say those that fear the Lord. Same sentence, those that fear the the Lord." Lord. You just say they or them. But there's emphasis here. There is emphasis. There is emphasis here. That we should know that for those that fear the God listens and God is recording. Says, and those and those who meditate on his name. So those that fear the Lord are those. Do you that meditate on his name? Not they just may think Jesus, 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 It's not a mantra. You know a want- mantra. You know, some people have a mantra, some religions have a mantra. So you know they might say um um, 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 om, um, um, um form of prayer whatever, it's not like that, the name of God is the very person of God, They're that meditate on him, they are meditating on his works, they are meditating on his goodness, they are meditating, meditating on his power, they are meditating, meditating on the fact that this God is coming back again, He says, for these people, those that fear God, those that live their lives like God is alive, those that live their lives like God is with them in their car, that God is with them in the minibus, that God is with them in the night. Those that live like that and walk away from evil, they're the ones that meditate on this. They're a community. They are a community of people. Their deeds are recorded. Then it says, They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts. They shall be mine. They shall be mine. Mine, 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 says the Lord of hosts. The Lord, Jehovah, Yahweh, of armies. Because we, we... we think Lord of hosts. You know, it's just a phrase that means nothing. When the bible says lord of hosts it means the god of armies of of battalions a god of war that has come to make war. i would love this god to be on my side when i get into the battles that i get into in my life the lord of hosts now it's really important that he reveals himself as the lord of hosts to these people remember they've just come back from the exile they've come back from the exile they have come to a small israel In fact, not even israel this is judah just little judah and they don't have a king they have a governor They are under a colonial power. Listen, these people must be worried about the promises of God. Probably they're thinking, these promises of God are not going to come to pass. Because how can they come to pass when we don't have a king? And we only have a little land called they Judah. Don't you know, forget about this Jesus thing. Because what he has promised. What he said he would do. That he would come soon. <groans> He's not Odin. coming. But God says. They will be mine. Says <interacts> the On the day that I make them my jewels. <mamakaya> On the day. That I made them my special treasure. This shall be mine. Oh, please understand. The day of the Lord is the day that God is going to make those people that fear him to be his special treasure. Oh, hallelujah. I mean sometimes, when somebody that we know, that we think highly of, calls us, and he says hey, my whatever, whatever, we feel good, isn't it, my so-and-so, oh, friend, let me tell you something, there's a day that is coming when the president of presidents is going to call you by name. <laughs> Imagine if the president came here Tango and called you by uh, name. Oh, hey, brother David, come. Be like, yeah, I can't. <laughs> you see, he knows my name. <laughs> oh, yes. So now. But imagine God on this day who will say, These are my special people. <laughs> <treasure. laughs> These are <laughs> my special <laughs> people. <laughs> says, on the day that I make them my jewels, and I will spare them, as a man spares his own son who serves him, so instead of punishing them, <laughs> I will spare them like my son. Oh, let me tell you something, you and I do not deserve the grace of God, you know, and that's what grace is about, isn't it? Really, you and I, <inaudible> our <inaudible> lives are not that much different from those people out there. Come on. Come on. They're not really that much different. If it wasn't for grace, there's nothing different. <inaudible> and instead of punishing, we <inaudible> <he> will spare. Say, <laughs> <inaudible> this is my son. This is my daughter. It's okay. It's okay. Do you know the very same thing a servant can do or a child can do, a son can do? When a servant does the very same thing, they can get in trouble. says, these are my special treasures. my special treasure. Oh, please understand, the day of the Lord is a day of being rewarded. Do you know the greatest reward? is to be called the son of God is to be a child of God to have this relationship with God because it is from the relationship with God that you become an heir of the inheritance of God watch out some people just want to get things from God do you know when you are a child could you, a you a are an heir you will automatically get the things of God he says on that day you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked between one who serves God and one who does not serve him. On that day, the day of the Lord, people will see again who serves God, who doesn't serve God, who is real and who's not real, who's just acting, who's just faking it, and who's really making it on that day. Do you know it's really hard to see today who's faking it and who's really making it? Oh, it is hard this Sunday morning, very hard this Sunday morning but i tell you a day is coming when the secrets of men's hearts will be revealed when the gods will be separated from the ship today where god will reward those that are separated The day of the Lord is the day of rewarding those who fear the Lord. Number two, the day of the Lord is the day of revenging the wicked. It is the day of revenging the wicked. For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly will be saddled. And the day which is coming shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts. Look, this day will be a day that the wicked, the proud, the ones who think they've got it all together, the ones that are living the lives like there is no God, the ones who think that they're in control, A day is coming when when God says they shall be burned up, burning, a day of burning like an orphan. And that all these proud will be like stable. Will be like grass that has been dried up that you throw into the fire won't stand won't stand it will not stand it will not stand at all Listen please, a life of wickedness, a life that is spent away from God, that's a life of wickedness. A life that doesn't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, that is a proud life, a life that is saying, I know what my future is about and I'm going to have an answer for God, or even I don't even care if there's God. Friend, listen, there's a day that is coming, a day that is coming in such lives we'll stand before God and will be judged. We saw some proud people yesterday. People who think they've got it together. Probably they were high on some cheap wine or whatever. It was. And then they would come and make noise as I was preaching. Oh, please. If you ever play that game, stop playing God, it. because you're not dealing with me, you're dealing with God, and you're just incurring on yourself the wrath and anger of God. And in actual fact, after the preaching, the David comes to me and says, one of the sisters is saying that we should pray for those guys who are disturbing the preaching. Because it looks like, I feel like, God's judgment is going to come upon them. Listen, this is a, an awesome God. <laughs> this is a terrible God. A terrible God. And he says, On that day which is coming, the day and the day which is coming shall burn them up. That will leave them neither root nor branch. Nothing of them will stand. <laughs> Nothing of their works is going to stand. It doesn't necessarily mean that their existence will stop, that they will not live anymore, because other people teach that what's going to happen to the wicked on this day, they will just stop existing at the end of it. Oh no, that's just the beginning of the trouble. Because they'll spend an eternity away from God, the source of life and revelation tells us that there shall be a lake burning with sulfur where well, they'll have that party forever you've heard some of them say, hey? maybe you actually said it you know I don't want to go to heaven because heaven is barring they're just singing choruses. I want to go to hell you know where the DJs and the whatever will have a party you're only saying that because you're alive. But look at the contrast between those that are the proud or the and those that are the ones that fear God on this day of the Lord. It says in verse 2, but to you who fear my name, the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. You who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness. Now other people say that this Son of Righteousness is Jesus. But here's the problem with this. The Son of Righteousness, that phrase is only found once in Malachi. And probably what Malachi is pointing to is that day of the Lord. Where there shall be a doning of the righteousness of God. So it says, the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. In other words, with restoration in his wings. And he says, and you shall go out and grow fat like store-fed calves. So you have others that are being burned up and can't stand in the presence of God. And here you have others That are growing fat, Uh, like uh, stall fed cows. uh, Remember agriculture, uh, stall feeding. uh, If uh, you uh, want uh, to uh, fatten uh, that cow, uh, feed uh, it in the uh, stall, don't uh, let uh, it go anywhere. uh, But then it's a calf, uh, meaning to say it's going to be very fat, uh, very very nice uh, looking on on that day. day. Hallelujah. And this is a picture of those that fear God, of those that are obedient to God. On that day, there shall be like fattened, store-fed cows. Oh, friend, listen, listen, listen. What we are is not known yet. But this one thing we know. But just as he is, so shall we be when he comes back. Because he is coming back. When he comes back, we shall be like him. This corruptible will put on incorruptible, this mortal will put on immortality. Oh, I tell you, that body of yours will never be the same again when he comes back. Oh, please understand, Christianity is about a bodily resurrection, yes that body of yours will be resurrected I know but you know I don't like my nose you know, you know. Uh, I, 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 I wish God had created me a different way oh let me tell you something let me tell you something on the day that he comes you shall be made whole hey, you shall be made whole look this is a teaching from the Christian faith. There is a resurrection. We will live in this body again. Now, sorry to all those people. They want to kill off this body. I want to fast and pray. And then just see this body as just an evil thing. Because you are not biblical. If this body was evil, why did God come in this evil body? In fact, even before that, why did He even create this evil body? Oh no! This body has just become evil because of the fall. The mess in your body is really there because of your of, because of sin, because of the fall. But I tell you, a day is coming, that day of the Lord, when there shall be a reversal of things. Hallelujah! And you shall be transformed. You, you shall be changed in the twinkling of an eye. He says, "You shall, you shall grow fat like stole-fed calves." <inaudible> here, here is the part I love, and I can't wait for this one. I can't wait for this one. Verse three: You shall. Trump all the wicked, So there shall be ashes under the soles of your feet. And the time that I do this. Ha! Hey man. I tell you all the things they've said. All the things they've said. Because some of us are called Abusa and we're not Abusa. Just because we trust Jesus. Some of us when we walk into a place. Subject is changed. Some of us were not told about things. We are sidelined in our offices. Because we believe in Jesus. And we take him seriously. Oh, come on. This is the day of your revenge. Uh, yeah, are you looking forward to it? This is the day of your revenge. The day when you give back. All the stupid things that were done to you. You see, that's why God says, listen, vengeance is mine. Leave it to me because you don't know how to revenge. Because maybe you can throw one blow, two blows, (laughs) and then after (laughs) a while you get tired. I'm not (laughs) going to get tired. I'll keep beating forever and ever and ever and ever. I will have my turn of (laughs) vengeance. Oh, come on. This day of the Lord is a powerful day. It is a day of God's vengeance, but a day of my vengeance and your vengeance. Ah, no, you know, um, my God is is loving. He's not going to do that. Then you don't know love. The flip side of love is called jealousy. Flip side of love is called jealousy. Don't you turn that coin? You're in trouble. You will be in trouble. It's jealousy. And he's going to come in vengeance. And us to, that on that day, if we've really suffered with him, because some of us have not suffered with him. Right? If we have really suffered with him, then we shall reign with him. And when he comes to reign, friend, he's not coming to, to talk. When Jesus comes back, he's not baby in a manger. Uh-uh. Oh, no, not a baby. You see, a lot of people want Jesus to be a baby. Eh? He's harmless. Nothing much you can do. You know, baby. Oh, nice, innocent, working baby. Excuse me. When he comes back, king of kings. In actual fact, he appeared to John, who writes the revelation. In the first chapter of Revelation, Now, you you better remember something. John was Jesus' best friend. But when Jesus reveals himself, John chapter 1, I tell you, John falls down on his feet, his face to the ground, because this Jesus is a glorified king, terrible God. And you know what? If you have suffered with him and are reigning with him, working in his victory, I tell you the day that he comes and the day that he avenges, you will also say, let me do my one-two-one-two as well. It says, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet. On the day that I do this, says the Lord of hosts. The day of the Lord is a day of rewarding the wicked. The day of the Lord sorry, uh, the day of the Lord is a day of rewarding those who fear God. Number two, the day of the Lord is the day of revenging the wicked. And finally, the day of the Lord. Is a day of a returning or repentance of the people of God. Please understand the word day does not have to literally mean 24 hours. It can speak of days or a season says here in verse 4 remember the law of moses my which i commanded in Horeb for all israel please understand when god is speaking to his people he's not just speaking to this generation he's speaking to all the people of god who have reserved have preserved his word and his promises He is going back to Moses and the covenant says here again, remember the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. You see, some people say, oh, you know, the Old Testament or the Bible, the Bible contradicts itself. Have you read it all so that you can see the contradiction? No, that's why I don't read it. Ah. Read it so you can see the contradiction. And then you find there are no contradictions. And here, in true prophetic style, Malachi is saying, listen, remember what I spoke to Israel. Through Moses, my servant, Remember my God. statutes and commandments. God. Remember God. how I them to live. It says in verse 5, it says, behold, God. I will send you Elijah the prophet. God. Before the coming of the God. great God. and dreadful devil. God. Two things. One remember the covenant. And then right now what I'm going to do? I'm sending Elijah. What's Elijah going to do? Like a prophet. He's going to remind you. About the covenant. What shall he do? It says further. And he will turn. The hearts of the fathers to the children. The hearts of the children to their fathers. Lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. Elijah coming back again pointing back to the covenant. The expectation of the Jews was this that God is going to come back and there's going to be an Elijah before God comes back in power. On this day of the Lord when he shall reward the righteous and he's going to revenge on the wicked but before that happens an Elijah must show up somebody we know in the spirit of Elijah fast forward to Matthew in fact to the Gospels John the Baptist is out in the wilderness is preaching and he's asked, "Are you the Messiah?" He says, "No, no, no. I'm the one that's supposed to pray to prepare the way of the Lord." Jesus. Yes. When John is in prison, and he sends his people to find out, Jesus, are you really the Messiah? Are you really the King that's going to liberate Israel? Because, bro. Or is it because, because if you really are the king, what am I doing in jail? So they go, the servants of, of, of John the Baptist, they go, and they ask Jesus, are you the one, or should we wait for another? So Jesus says, I'm sorry, I was at a hip-hop show last night, chill, 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 watch what I'm going to do and then go tell John that the blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk, that should have been for John enough evidence that is the Messiah. And when those guys go back, John says, or Jesus to his disciples, what did you go out and see in the wilderness? A reed that is shaken with the wind. And Jesus says, listen, if you are able to take this, that was the Elijah that was spoken of. In other words, you know what Jesus was saying? The <gehe uno> day of the Lord is about to come. Because the proof is this one that Elijah anointing is with us. Was John the Baptist a reborn Elijah? No. no. He embodied the spirit of the prophet Elijah. You see, before the coming of God, before the second coming, there's going to be a mighty prophetic anointing. Oh yes, we read in Revelation, in chapter 11, we see the two prophets, one who is like Moses who can turn rivers into blood, and one who's like Elijah, who can call fire from heaven. And these ones, these ones can shut the earth, or shut the heavens, so that rain cannot fall. And you know, the picture of the church, of the people of God, and their authority. And he says, Elijah, this Elijah spirit, this Elijah Moses spirit, this anointing, is going to be there before the day of the Lord. Now what is the day of the Lord? The day that he comes and judges in power. The day that he rewards. But notice what happened. In this day of the Lord, what God has done, and here's where the grace is. Instead of him coming in judgment against the wickedness of the world, he has come to offer grace to say, I'm coming back. And that's why you see Jesus, even John the Baptist, saying, repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. Or the day of the Lord is at hand, repent right now repent because when the day fully comes you're in big trouble there's no more repentance and this anointing this anointing of the elijah and the moses is going to proceed that day of the second coming of god The Bible says, Matthew 24 verse 14, that this gospel of the kingdom will go to the ends of the earth and then the end will come. In other words, there is going to be a mighty end time revival, a mighty end time revival where the spirit of Elijah, the spirit of Moses is going to come upon the church and the church will bring to pass the end, the day of the Lord. A friend, Dem-man. that's where you and I fit in. Dem-man. We are the ones Dem-man. on whom Dem-man. this prophetic anointing Dem-man. has been given. Dem-man. Because you remember the day of Pentecost. Dem-man. Peter, Dem-man. Of course, Joel, uh, Pedro, who speaks of sons and daughters, Dem-man. prophesying. Houseboys and housegirls prophesying. Dem-man. The prophetic spirit Dem-man. coming Dem-man. upon the people of Dem-man. God. Dem-man and everyone becoming prophetic. Everyone becoming a proclaimer of the Word of God. May I say to you my friend, we are in that day and age. We are in the day and age when the spirit of Elijah, the spirit of Moses, has been poured out on the church. But here's always the problem. The church doesn't believe that. They don't believe that. They don't want to capture that thing and say, that's what has been given to me. I take it. I want to move in that power. We never say that. We always think that it's for the bishops and the apostles and the people. No. No. All of us. All of us, before the great day of the Lord, the Spirit of God has been poured out upon us. Do you know what the day of the Lord means for you? Do you know what the day of the Lord means for you? It means that you have been empowered to go back into that classroom. To go back into that office. To go back into that shop. To go back into that marketplace. To, that marketplace, to declare the day of the Lord. That He's coming back in Germany. And those that hate him, he shall burn. But those that love him, those that turn to him, right now, they shall find favor with him and are saved. The most important thing about you is your witnessing for Jesus. That's the most important thing about it. You. you might think it's a Mercedes-Benz. You might Mercedes-Benz think it's a five Mercedes degrees in, brother Sinto is talking about. No, 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 no. Those things, you will leave she them down here. Down here, you will leave them. That, that bank account, bank account with all those know, zeros after zero, the zero, 20, you will leave it. Oh, Your relations will scramble after it. Some will even kill each other for it. It's not going to go. All that Jesus will ask you: How many souls have you brought for me? Did you use your influence to, to have have impact impact. for my kingdom? That's all. Look, go beyond being born again, please go beyond Oh, i'm saved i'm a member of kairos oh no please be a member of the kingdom of god actively witnessing to the coming of the day of the lord because that's why we have been saved. That you and I can be witnesses. I want to challenge you this week. Talk to three people. Talk to three people. Witness three people about Jesus. And make sure you bring one of them here. See all these empty seats? They're waiting for people. And you are the one that brings those people. The sheep multiply to produce sheep. When the pastor, or the shepherd, when the the shepherd tries to produce sheep, it's called incest. You know that, eh? Because sheep produce sheep. Sheep Sheep produce sheep. sheep. Shepherds produce shepherds. There is no interbreeding of the species. And here's my challenge to you. If you you don't catch anything I've said, even if you thought this is a waste of one hour, please catch this thing. This week, witness to three people. One person at least. Bring them on this chair or that chair that is next to you. And I tell you, when you start that habit, you will see a fulfillment of your spiritual life. A, a contentedness. Because you see, some of us, eh? so, you, know, you know, Pastor, I'm going through a, uh, a dry time. Yes, here's why you're going through a dry time. You're not doing what you're meant to be doing. This, this so there is no satisfaction in your life. You're not impacting anyone for Jesus. You know, but you know, even your tongues have become empty, they've become resounding gongs. Why? Because the tongues are (laughs) for witnessing. (laughs) Power is for witnessing. (laughs) And if you're not witnessing, please shut up. Because it's a sign of empowerment. (laughs) Let us pray. (laughs) And then (laughs) they get spiritual. (laughs) How many have you witnessed through the past? Now, that is a waste of time. That empowerment of the spirit so that before the day of the Lord, when God comes in judgment, our friends, our relatives, our workmates, our classmates, can come at a point of knowing Jesus. And that kandara shinda kandara is to give you the power so you can talk to them, you can look them in the eye, because you've been in the prayer closet doing your recitation, and then you come out and say, "Jesus loves you, man." Let me tell you about how He changed my life. That's what it is about. That's what church so is about. If you've come to enjoy a sermon, to enjoy the worship, or just love Brother Ponjo when he worships, you have missed it. Because the reason we come here is to get empowered so we can witness and bring people into the kingdom of God. May the day of the Lord have the real significance. It is supposed to. Thank you for listening to the Kairos Ilolongwe podcast. I trust you've been blessed. Please do us a favor and share this podcast with friends on Facebook, Twitter, WhatsApp, and whatever social media you're on. May the Lord break you through into your kingdom destiny. Blessings.